Learn how to manage your energy and grow your capacity in 10 minutes a day. If you've ever heard me talk about energetic time management, it's the core skill that I teach all my clients. I created this over 10 years ago when I was in the middle of recovering from stage four cancer. I had to figure out how to work, how to parent and take care of myself. And that's how ETM or energetic time management was born. And for a limited time, I'm going to be giving it away. Yep, you heard me correctly. I'm giving the actual skill and the step-by-step away to you. My, it's my ETM habit challenge. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash E-T-M and use promo code podcast to get free access for a limited time. All right. So this episode is going to be all about sales, which so many people that I know, I'm just pulling up my notes. So many people that I know detest this word sales. So before we get into it, I want to give you a perspective. You may or may not know this about me, but 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with a stage four cancer. And I was literally searching for a cure for cancer. And although I took many different routes with my health, and that's a conversation for another podcast, read my book, Dying to Be a Good Mother. But what I noticed in that journey was my deep, deep desire to solve a problem that I knew people in the world could solve or they had answers. So as a potential client to some of these people, practitioners, healers, all the things, Eastern, Western, all of it. You do what you do, right? And I'm an eager buyer. I am Googling. I'm asking for referrals. I'm reaching out to people. I'm DMing people. I'm doing all the things. And I want you to consider this as a holistic perspective. So I was after nutrition people. I was after healers. I was after doctors, physicians, alternative, integrative, all over the world. And I'm doing the research and I'm so scared and I want my problem solved. Do I actually think my problem is going to be solved? Maybe, maybe not. But also a lot of the people around me had doubt. They had different belief systems than I did. Some of those people wouldn't think outside of the box. Some people would never consider going to see a healer. They would just listen to their physician and or oncologist and that would be it. So there was a lot of courage, but there was also this like emotional discomfort, fear, anxiety, overwhelm. And I will tell you on that journey, there were many people that I came into contact with that I wanted to work with that didn't have the confidence in sales. And not only did I not work with them, but because I didn't work with them, they may have been taking away from my healing journey just because they were uncomfortable talking about money. Another situation that I want you to... So let me say that again so that you actually hear hear me. 
I wanted my problem solved. I was begging people to help me. And I was doing what I, what a consumer does, right? And if you've listened to the other episode, I talk about my cold, warm, hot marketing strategy. And today I'm going to use the same strategy, but we're going to use it for sales. And um, I was the cold marketing. I was searching. I was reading the books. I was doing the things. I was attending the webinars. I was getting on their email list. I was listening to their podcast, warm, hot. I was filling out the applications. I was sending them DMs. And sometimes the response went flat. Okay. Here's another example. Have you ever had a moment in your journey, like as a human being, where you've had a horrible sales experience and you just were like, that was so gross. I felt manipulated. I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel understood. They didn't really understand what I actually wanted. I felt like I got sold something else. Now I feel gross about it. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm resentful. And have you had the opposite experience where maybe you had an amazing experience? You still paid for a quality product, but you felt seen. You felt heard. You felt understood. You felt like they were actively listening to what you truly wanted. We're sold to every day. I literally this morning tried to sell my 11-year-old on putting socks on before school. I'm selling my husband into ideas. My husband is selling me into ideas. We're constantly selling. I had to sell to myself to get out of bed this morning. Okay? The point is... Oh, and I also had to sell to myself to stay on track with my food. We're constantly selling. We're selling ideas to ourselves. We're selling ideas to other people. This is people helping people change their lives. That's all it is. I am so grateful that I had the capacity and privilege to find the support that I needed, the know-how and the search and the courage so that I could take care of my health and I'm still alive today. I am so grateful for all of the people who have invested their careers and lives to healing disease. Sales is an essential skill required to change people's lives. And it's emotionally uncomfortable. So let's get into this. So I want you to visualize three circles, okay? And if you go to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash free links. I'm going to show you the visuals there. I will have all the notes for you there. So I want you to visualize like a bullseye, okay? Well, not a bullseye, um, a dartboard. You have the circles. The outer circle is cold, big circle, cold, warm, middle circle, tiny circle, hot, okay? Cold, warm, hot. 
So just like I talked about this in my lead strategy or my lead attraction strategy, getting new leads, this is once we have the leads and they have taken the action, your hot action, now we shift into sales. So now that they've taken some action, they're in your DMs, they've emailed you, they filled out an application, they're on the phone with you, this now becomes sales. So outer ring, cold. They've taken that call to action that you have asked them to do. And again, I will post on the PDF all the call to actions that you can make to um, to people so that you know what to do here. <clears throat> so once they've taken that call to action, right? We need to get them to say, uh, raising their hand, I'm interested. There's something you're doing that I am interested about. I think I need your, I think you can help me. Now we go to the warm ring. Warm is handling objections. Okay. So, and then the hot is closing the sale. Now there's many ways you can do this. And I work with women in different industries. So it's not just the online industry, but you have to think of this visually of how we do it and think about it in your business and your industry. You have people that are curious, they're interested. There's many, many ways that people are curious and interested around you. But the warm and the hot is where the skill building is needed. So first of all, if I could go back in time and somebody could tell me what's the number one skill that you need in order to build a thriving business, the answer is hand, hands down sales skills. It's an interpersonal skill required to understand how humans work and also just have compassion and empathy. I mean, being a former social work, a former social worker and therapist actually ha- has helped me in sales. Because when I'm doing sales ethically, which I align with ethical sales, I'm here to see people, understand them, talk to them, be like, what's really going on here? You want this. I think I can help you. What is really going on? Are you just curious about getting support, but you're not committed to support? Are you um, terrified to take the leap? So in the warm circle, this is where all the bullshit objections come from. Okay. And I say bullshit because there's objections are always a mask. Objections are always a mask for something deeper that is going on on the inside. And so what I mean by this is I don't have the time. Okay, cool. What like there's a story they're telling themselves there about time, right? And sometimes we want to hang on to our objections because one, we're just curious about change. We're not committed to change. Two, we it's not a priority for us right now, right? Like if someone said, do you want to, like there's certain things in my life right now as I'm recording this that are just not a priority for me. And I know what my priorities are. I know where I'm focused right now. And so if somebody said, hey, do you want to do this? And it wasn't a priority for me, 
old me, like old, old me would say like unconscious me would have said, I don't have time right now. New me is that's not a priority. So I'm telling you these things to get you to understand that the objection that they are giving you is not the actual objection, even if it feels really real to you, like money. Money is one of those objections that is very triggering, especially for women. And the reason why I believe it's incredibly triggering for women is because we have so many money wounds that when other people use the word money as an objection, we get our own wounds get triggered, which is why people need to continue developing the skill of sales. So money is an interesting one. um, And I'm just going to go into it for a quick second. So when you're handling objections and money is the actual objection, money is an equal exchange of energy. So whether it's a dollar exchange, like, hey, um, I would like to buy this cup from you. It's a dollar. I'm holding up a cup if you can't see it. And someone has to physically pull out their wallet if they have cash on hand, give it to you versus if I just said to you, do you want this cup? It's free. You're going to be like, sure. Why not? I'll use another cup. But if someone's like, do you want this cup? It's a dollar, right? If I don't have any cash on me, but that's still a good deal. And I'm like, do I need a cup? Is it a priority for me right now to get a new cup? The whole point of this is to really understand that Money is an energetic exchange. And when you are doing the actual energetic exchange with another human being, there's equal exchange of value. I don't believe that charging your worth. I believe that money regardless needs to be um, put in place. And it could be a barter system as well, but that's a whole other conversation about trade-offs and value if you actually... see see and feel equal exchange. But I just see so many people doing free work for no reason. And then they wonder why their potential clients or their clients or beta testers are not seeing value. And it's because they don't value it. Okay. So let me go back to money for... I've been doing this for 10 years. I know my ideal client. I know who they are. I know the level of personal development work that they've already done before they even find me. I am not, um, I'm not for newbies. And what I mean by that is when I started my business, I had the mental mentality that I'm going to save the world, right? Why? Because I'm an over nurturer. I want to help people. And, you know, there's a shadow side to that. But I wanted to help the old version of myself. But the old version of myself didn't have money. When I started my business, I actually wanted to work with teen moms. In hindsight, I should have volunteered my time to teen moms, which I did, instead of trying to sell them something. Because teen moms do not have money, especially when I'm trying to grow a thriving, profitable business. But the people that I was starting to attract, these were professional women raising children. And it wasn't about the money so much. It was about the quality of support that they were seeking. And if I wanted to provide a quality product, 
I had to invest money, not only in myself to take care of myself so I could lead these people, but also so that I could hire quality people on my team and provide a really good experience. But money is so triggering for people. So there's many ways that you can do this and there's no one and done strategy. But what I'm telling you is try it all. If you truly believe that you need to lower your prices, most likely you don't, especially if you're a woman, because you're probably undercharging. But if you truly believe that you need to lower your prices, then ask people. If you're on the phone with somebody, they filled out an application to work with you. They're on, you know, you're on a call and they're giving you the money excuse. Say, awesome. Like what's in your budget? What would work for you? Have that conversation to see if it's actually a money objection or if it's a fear objection. And then just start that emotionally uncomfortable conversation with this other human being and figure out what is really going on behind the actual objection. Also, in the PDF that I'm providing you, I'm going to give you scripts on how to have these sales conversations ethically how to handle all of these, the kind of the top three objections, money, time, energy, partner. Um, So I will give you scripts for that. So go to heatherchauvin.com forward slash free links. Okay. So sales, we have the outer ring cold. I raised my hand. I sent a DM. That's a cold lead. Okay. That's a cold lead. And well, not cold lead, cold sales lead. They're not closed yet. So just because you've had five people that said they're interested in your product and they've raised their hand, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Then they get to warm. You get them on the phone. You're sending them DMs. You're selling by chat. You're following up. Again, I'll probably do another um, episode on my follow-up rule. And then you just keep handling their objections. Then you go to the close. Okay. So I think getting people to raise their hand is one thing. Handling objections is a skill in itself. Let's talk about the close. The close is literally having people make a decision. That is it. I cannot tell you how many times in my own life I have sat on the fence about doing something, not even buying something, but doing something. And the agony that it costs me time and money and energy and relationships by not making a decision. So indecision is the biggest energy suck of somebody's life. And it is also most of the time, what is actually holding people back from creating the change that they want. So your job as a quote unquote salesperson is not to manipulate anybody into a close. It's to empower them to make a decision that can potentially change their life. And I know you might be listening to me be like, well, Heather, I'm not selling something that's going to change somebody's life. You don't know that. You don't know that. This in front of you is an empowered human. They're they're grown-ass human, most likely. And they can make their own damn decisions. It's your job to coach them from one side of the bridge to the other side of the bridge. 
And most of the time, people just are not asking for the damn sale. I raise my hand. Yes, I want to go to that event. Yes, I want to work with you. Cool. Have a conversation with me. I'm giving you some of my objections, time, energy. I don't know. You never follow up with me. You've lost me as a client. That's it. But let's pretend the person did follow up with me. They were handling all my objections great. And I was like, wow, I'm really enjoying this. Like, yes, okay, I think they can actually help me. And they're like, awesome, let me know when you're ready. Or, oh, my favorite, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the invoice. They send it to me. Guess what? I don't close because I'm a busy freaking person. Hold space for people. Have a deadline. Send the invoice and say, awesome, I'm going to send it to you today. When are you going to pay? It's Thursday. Can you do it by Friday? Awesome. If I don't hear from you by Monday, we're going to move forward. You as the business owner, you as the human doing sales need to understand it is your responsibility to move this person along. They are an independent human and they can say, I am not interested. One, people lie all the fucking time because they're raging people pleasers. I have finally let go of believing people's word. I believe people's actions. Okay? So don't believe people's words. Believe their actions. If somebody says they're actually interested in working with you, You've handled all their objections. You're at the very end. They're like, I'm just going to move around money. Perfect. Is this a priority for you? Yes. Awesome. Then let's get you registered. What can you do today? Well, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. Um, let's put down a $500 deposit. Let's put down something. No, 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 no. I just want to move around money. Oh, now I need to talk to my husband. Watch that, like trying to get out of the conversation with you. Okay. Again, you're not being manipulative. You're looking at their human emotional behavior and reading it as a language and being like, what's really going on here? Understanding sales also helps you become a better parent because you can see and understand your children's behavior on a deep emotional level. Understanding sales, ethical sales, also helps you in your marriage because when behaviors feel weird and somebody's saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, you could literally save somebody's life when you are a great salesperson. So understand that, hey, we're both busy. How can I help you make this decision? Do you want to start the onboarding process? Let's get you set up for your welcome call. Let's move you along the train. Oh, nope, 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 nope. They're backpedaling. Okay, what's going on here? Well, you got to get to the root with people. So sales is not just about throwing a link out there in the world, crossing your fingers and hoping and praying that somebody's going to click on it and buy your shit. There's a three-step process to even get somebody to raise their hand. Once they've raised their hand, You have to get as many, not as many people, but you got to get more people to raise their hand because only a percentage of those people are going to then even engage with you to have the conversation to see if you're a good fit for them or your product or service. And then the close. 
So this works in any industry. Sales is sales is sales. It's transformational. It is being a certain... You want to know how you're going to actually change the world? Sales skills. That's it. I just sell myself on taking an hour this morning to wash my hair and dry it. I have to sell myself to feel good every single day, to do the things that I know are in alignment with how I want to feel. I have to sell myself to keep going when other people are content with being normal. That I'm not okay with. I have to sell myself to shift my energy, sell myself on shifting my mood, selling myself to stop working, getting up and going for a walk. Ask. Ask. Visa or MasterCard. Confidence comes after you've taken consistent imperfect, emotionally uncomfortable action. You don't gain mastery in any area of your personal or professional life by reading a book. You gain mastery by the repetition of doing the actual strategy that's in the book. And if your heart isn't beating a little fast, if you don't have a little vomit in the back of your throat, if you don't want to poop your pants, you're probably not getting outside your comfort zone. Sales is emotionally uncomfortable. But remember at the beginning of this, I talked about sales saved my life. Having somebody who really took a stand for my health looked me dead square in the eyes and said, I believe you can heal. I know you're scared and I know you don't think you can right now but I can help you. If you have conviction in your product or service, you could say, yeah, there's no guarantees, but I believe this is possible. If you work with me and we co-create and you ask questions, it's going to be messy. Your fears are going to be there. But you have to ask for fucking money. You have to stop discounting yourself. And I don't mean just financially. You have to stop abandoning your desires to feel good. And money is a bucket of our lives where we need to feel good. Because if you are not feeding your soul, you will die. And if you die, you cannot change the world. And it's just a skill. It's repetition and it's ragingly emotionally uncomfortable. So if you want that script, how to handle uh, the objections, the cold, warm, hot strategy, head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash free gifts, G-I-F-T-S. You can do this. You are very capable. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men 
families in general and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also, on the inside, show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E, quiz. 